Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Lots to talk about today. First, um, I want to talk about some of the latest news around the NFL. It has been a very eventful week in the NFL. Um, and I also want to talk a little bit about uh, the Super Bowl 57 matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. And I also want to talk some Seattle Mariners news as well. So first, uh, we'll get started uh, by talking about um, some of the news around the league uh, we'll get started by talking about um, a couple of uh, head coaching jobs uh, that have been filled. Uh, first of all, the Denver Broncos have hired Sean Payton as their new head coach. I like this move for the Broncos. Sean Payton, a very good, experienced head coach uh, who coached a lot of good New Orleans Saints teams, um, You know, uh, even uh, led the Saints to a Super Bowl, uh, coached a lot of playoff teams for the New Orleans Saints as well, um, and won a Super Bowl. So, um, you know, I think Sean Payton brings a lot of experience to the table, um, and I think he's going to be a very good hire for the Denver Broncos. Um, the Broncos did have to give up a couple of more um, really good uh, draft picks, a first and second round draft pick to the Saints in order to hire Sean Payton. Um, but I think Sean Payton is going to be a very good uh, head coach for the Broncos. And he's going to have a big challenge on his hands. We know the Broncos had a very good defense this past season, uh, but their offense struggled. So can Russell Wilson bounce back? And uh, can Sean Payton find a way to fix that Broncos offense? So um, interesting hire, and uh, we'll see how that works out for the Broncos. Um, another head coach was hired. Um, the Houston Texans have hired D'Amico Ryans as their new head coach. Uh, interesting hire, D'Amico Ryans, a uh, very good defensive coordinator with the San Francisco 49ers, uh, did a really good job with that defense, um, and uh, now he has a six-year contract um, as the Houston Texans head coach. Um, D'Amico Ryans uh, had a really good career uh, when he played in the NFL. He spent most of his career as a linebacker for the Houston Texans. Uh, he also spent a little bit of time with the Philadelphia Eagles as well. Uh, so he's very familiar with this Houston Texans franchise. Uh, like I said, they gave him a six-year contract. So they're going to give D'Amico Ryan some time, um, and they're going to be patient with him and give him time uh, to rebuild this franchise um, and to eventually try to put a winning team on the field. So we'll see how that works out. Um, but uh, interesting hire for the Texans, um, and uh, should be interesting. So that's my thoughts on the latest head coaching hirings. Uh, now, really quickly, I want to talk a little about some injury news for the 49ers. Brock Purdy um, ended up tearing his UCL um, in the NFC Championship game against the Philadelphia Eagles. So, more bad news for the 49ers and their quarterbacks. Um, you know, Brock Purdy uh, sounds like he is going to need surgery. And, um, you know, he's going to be expected to go through a six-month recovery process. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens uh, once training camp begins, um, you know, with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy um, both trying to come back from serious injuries. Um, so we'll see, um, you know, who's healthy and who will be that starting quarterback next season. Jimmy Garoppolo um, probably will not be back with the 49ers. Uh, he's going into free agency um, and recovering from a broken foot as well. So 49ers went from having three um good quarterbacks um, to having three injured quarterbacks. So, um, you know, we'll see how that works out for them um, going into the next season. 
Um, but it's going to be interesting to see who's going to be their starting quarterback next season. So that's my thoughts on the 49ers. Um, now I want to talk about Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady on February 1st um, officially announced his retirement from the NFL. And he has said that he is retiring for good this time. Um, after a 23-year career, Tom Brady, um, you know, the GOAT, uh, the best quarterback to ever play in this game. Uh, you look at his numbers, um, and if you add up all of his touchdown passes, including his postseason touchdown passes, uh, that gives Tom Brady 737 career touchdown passes, 649 of them uh, coming in the regular season. Um, you know, uh, the most touchdown passes in NFL history. He has also thrown for the most passing yards. In NFL history, um, Tom Brady, uh, 10 Super Bowl appearances, uh, seven Super Bowl championships, more than every single NFL franchise. Um, and uh, also, um, you know, Tom Brady, a 15-time Pro Bowler, um, a five-time Super Bowl MVP, and a three-time NFL MVP award winner. So, um, you know, you look at his numbers on the field, um, and Tom Brady has really accomplished, um, you know, a lot more um, than uh, anybody imagined, um, you know, with him uh, being drafted in the sixth round overall, the 199th overall um, NFL uh, draft pick. Um, so uh, what an incredible career for Tom Brady. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he accomplished, you know, everything that you could accomplish um, on a football field. And, um, you know, with that being said, um, you know, his final season um, probably didn't end uh, the way that he wanted to. I'm sure, you know, a lot of people would look at this uh, final season and say this was a very disappointing season for Tom Brady. Um, you know, ending um, the season with a losing record, still making the playoffs and still winning the NFC South, uh, but finishing one and done and getting eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. I'm sure that's not what Tom Brady had in mind. Um, but, um, you know, uh, you look at uh, his numbers on the season. Uh, he still finished third in the league in passing yards. Um, and uh, he still had uh, the most pass attempts this season and the most completed passes um, in the NFL this season. So no doubt Tom Brady can still play this game at a high level if he wanted to. Um, but I think he's really looking forward to this next challenge. Um, and uh, I think that, you know, Tom Brady um, will go into the booth and be a broadcaster. Uh, but until I officially, you know, see him in the booth um, as a broadcaster, um, you know, I I'm not going to believe that Tom Brady is officially closing the door um, and retiring until, uh, you know, I actually, you know, see him. Um, not taking snaps in the regular season. So, uh, you know, with that being said, an incredible career. Um, and, um, you know, I think, like I said, Tom Brady is really looking forward to this challenge as a broadcaster. We'll see what kind of role he will have with Fox Sports. Um, he did sign a 10-year contract uh, worth $375 million. So um, he is going to have some kind of big role, obviously. Um, I think it would be really cool. This is just an idea I'm throwing out there. Uh, but I think it would be really cool to see Tom Brady and Gronk 
working together, calling football games. Um, it would be great to see them calling football games together. Um, you know, I think it would be really cool to see Gronk as the play-by-play guy and Tom Brady as the color commentator. Um, you know, obviously these two guys are longtime teammates in the NFL with both the Patriots and the Buccaneers. Um, so uh, that's just my idea. I think that would be fun to watch. And I think they would get a lot of views. A lot of people would watch their games. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, best of luck to Tom Brady um, as a broadcaster, um, if he really is calling it a career. Um, so that's my thoughts on that. Um, really quickly, um, you know, I just want to talk about the Pro Bowl really quick. Um, you know, not a big fan of the new format. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't really watch a whole lot of this uh Pro Bowl game, um, you know, I, I do know that they did play three uh, flag football games, seven on seven, um, NFC versus AFC. Um, pretty cool that Peyton and Eli Manning uh, were coaching against each other, um, but just not not a big fan of this new format. Um, you know, just um, didn't really pique my interest, uh, but I did hear that Geno Smith played well. He threw five touchdown passes. Um in uh, one of those flag football games. Um, so I guess that's pretty cool, but, um, you know, just, just not what I'm used to, you know, it's just a lot more fun. Um, I understand why they're doing it. I understand, you know, they want, um, you know, they want it to be safe um, and they don't want anybody to get hurt out there. Um, but, um, you know, maybe just get rid of, you know, the football games entirely um, and just do more skills competitions. Uh, those are always fun to watch. Um, but, um, you know, some players, um, you know, I did hear, uh, some guys just had mixed reviews, uh, around the league about it. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe they can make it a little bit more interesting next year. Um, but, um, just really didn't pique my interest. So, um, I really didn't watch it. So, uh, that's my thoughts on the Pro Bowl. Um, now I want to talk about Super Bowl 57. Um, really looking forward to this matchup. Lots of good headlines um, for this matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, should be a great Super Bowl 57. Uh, one of those headlines is the fact that Andy Reid um, you know, has now been coaching the Chiefs for 10 seasons. Um, and he coached the Philadelphia Eagles for 14 seasons. Um, and uh, you know, he coached some really good Philadelphia Eagles teams. Um, even led them to a Super Bowl one time uh, where they lost to the Patriots. Um, but, you know, very good teams with Donovan McNabb, uh, Terrell Owens, uh, Brian Westbrook, um, you know, um, those Eagles um, offenses were really good under Andy Reid. And, uh, you know, Andy Reid has always coached very good defensive teams as well. So, um, you know, Andy Reid uh, has the most wins as a head coach in Philadelphia Eagles history. Um, and with one more win, Andy Reid will have the most wins as a head coach in Kansas City Chiefs history. So, um, you know, obviously Andy Reid is a very good head coach. Um, and, uh, you know, I think this is going to be a very big game for Andy Reid uh, looking to win his second Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Um, so uh, you look at this matchup, another interesting headline will be um, you know, not only are they calling this the Andy Reid Bowl, uh, but they're calling this the Kelsey Bowl as well. Uh, you have the Kelsey brothers playing this game, 
Jason Kelsey, the center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Travis Kelsey, obviously, uh, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so, um, you know, it's always cool to see two brothers playing against each other, especially on the biggest stage in the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, that's going to make things really interesting as well. Um, but, uh, you know, you look at these two teams, uh, very good teams, uh, very good explosive offenses, uh, two teams um, that can score quickly and two teams that can also orchestrate long and effective drives as well. So um, I think, um, you know, this is ultimately going to come down to, you know, um, you know which defense is going to step up and uh, make a big play, uh, possibly come up with a big turnover at the end of the game. Um, and, uh, you know, you look at these quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Jaden Hurts, uh, both um, finalists for the MVP award this season. Uh, both of these quarterbacks had incredible seasons. Uh, two guys um, that can run the football well um, and uh, scramble and make some plays outside of the pocket. And uh, they can also stay within the pocket and uh, make some explosive plays in the passing game. So uh, both of these defenses are going to have their hands full trying to slow down these quarterbacks. So it should make for a very interesting game. Um, you know, you look at this Eagles team, they do a very good job of running the football. Uh, they ran all over the New York Giants. They ran all over the San Francisco 49ers. They basically ran their way into Super Bowl 57. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, they can orchestrate long drives and really wear down opposing defenses. So this Chiefs defense is going to have their hands full trying to contain uh, this Philadelphia Eagles running game, um, you know, with um, uh, Miles Sanders, uh, Boston Scott, and Kenneth Gainwell all running the football very well, as well as Jalen Hurts. Um, it's going to be a tough challenge for this Chiefs defense. Um, and, uh, you know, you look at, um, you know, this Eagles defense, uh, this Eagles defense is very good as well. They do a really good job of, um, you know, uh, getting after opposing quarterbacks. Um, you know, they have really good depth on that defensive line. And, um, you know, they're able to rotate that front seven, uh, get some fresh guys in the game uh, to get after opposing quarterbacks. So protecting Patrick Mahomes is going to be very important for the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be um, a tough challenge for this Chiefs offensive line. And, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to have to scramble in this game, um, you know, with a, another couple of weeks to heal uh, that ankle. Um, you know, it's going to be very important for Patrick Mahomes to scramble um, and get outside of the pocket and make plays. Um, you know, this Eagles pass rush, like I said, is very good. So eventually Patrick Mahomes is going to have to scramble uh, in this game. Um, and, uh, you know, um, can the Eagles run the football well in this matchup? Um, they are going to have to run the football well if they want to win this game. Um, it's going to be very important uh, for the Eagles to run the football, uh, win that time of possession battle, and try and keep Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines for as much time as possible. So, um, you know, both these teams, uh, I think, have a very good chance of winning this game. Uh, but, um, you know, in the end, I think uh, the Chiefs, uh, we'll probably end up winning this game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is just very good in the two-minute drill. Um, 
and uh, you know he just finds ways to get it done. So, um, you know, I think uh, it's going to come down to who's going to have the ball last at the end of the game. Um, you know, which defense is going to be able to come up with big turnovers in this game as well. Um, you know, both these quarterbacks do a great job of taking care of the football and not turning the football over. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a great game, uh, but I think the Chiefs will probably end up winning this game. 30-27 to 27 is my score prediction. Um, you know, in the end, I think Patrick Mahomes is just very good um, in the two-minute drill. Uh, you know, we saw what he was able to do last season with only 13 seconds left on the clock. Um, you know, uh, so... Um, if the Eagles leave any time at the end of the game for Patrick Mahomes, and if this game is close, I think the Chiefs will end up pulling it out and winning Super Bowl 57. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a great game. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised either way who wins this game. Um, you know, the Eagles, very good team as well. So um, just really looking forward to the Super Bowl matchup, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So, that's my thoughts on Super Bowl 57. Um, now I just want to talk a little bit about the Seattle Mariners really quick. Um, the Mariners have agreed to terms on a three-year contract extension with their super utility man, Dylan Moore. Uh, Dylan Moore, a very good utility player for the Mariners, um, has basically played everywhere for the Mariners uh, over these past four years. Um, you know, it's, I think he even pitched in one game, uh, if I remember um, he's basically done everything except for um, catcher, uh, but uh, Dylan Moore, very valuable player. Um, you know, like I said, he plays all over the diamond. Um, he does a really good job of filling in for guys, uh, filling in for injured players, um, you know, really filling in for guys uh, when they need a day off. Um, you know, Dylan Moore is just a great player to have on your ball club. Uh, he gets a three-year contract worth $8.75 million. It could round up to $9 million. Um, and uh, like I said, very valuable player. Uh, does a great job of getting on base. Um, he didn't really hit for a high average last season, but he took his walks, uh, got on base, and a very good um, base stealing threat as well. So um, good move for the Mariners uh, to lock up Dylan Moore. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see if he can have another big season for the Mariners this year. So uh, that's my thoughts on the Mariners. Um, that's my thoughts on everything for today. Now I just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go from the book of Matthew. Um, in this uh, specific Bible verse uh, that I want to talk about today, um, Jesus was asked, uh, what is the greatest commandment? Um, and Jesus says, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Um, and um, you know, as Christians, uh, we are called uh, to love God and to love people. Um, and, uh, you know, I know it can be tough uh, sometimes, uh, but, um, you know, um, it, it can be tough sometimes uh, to love people. Um, but, uh, you know, that's what we are called to do as Christians um, is to love God with all of our hearts, um, all of our soul, all of our mind and all of our strength. Um, and to love people the way that God loves us. Um, so I just want to leave you guys with that thought. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.